Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We hope you had a great week so far. We're going to conclude, I think, with a pretty good message tonight and a bunch of prayers we have. So those of you uh, who heard Wednesday's message, you remember me talking about the importance of receiving what you're praying for. It's not enough just to pray for something, but you have to receive it also. And between the point that you pray for something and the point you receive it, there's often a good amount of time for obvious reasons, right? Things don't just happen instantaneously, and God is trying to use that time to help build you up. But at the same at the same time, the enemy is trying to use that opportunity to get you to waver, because the Bible says that someone who wavers in their faith won't see any of these miracles, won't see any of their prayers answered, okay? And so, the basic idea behind that was you have to pray for something, but you have to stay in faith, okay, and then you have to receive it. Well, very similarly, okay, that's it. You know, a lot of times when we talk about praying for something, we're thinking of a single thing, right? We need a house. We need a solution, okay? But sometimes we're praying for things where we're really just trying to to advance ourselves in the kingdom or, or reach a new destiny, okay? Maybe we've got some big project that God's put on our heart to do, okay? Maybe maybe it's a new career change. Maybe it's a new course of study, all right? Something that's something that's that's big. God wants us to have big dreams. He wants us to take the lid off of it, okay? So we're not always praying for small things. A lot of times we're praying for big things. But what's weird is that, and, and you kind of expect this, a lot of times the big things don't happen big all at once, okay? And when when that happens, it can be very frustrating. You think, for example, maybe God's put on your heart to have a career in politics. You think you should be, hey, why not? You know, a congressman, a senator, president of the United States, whatever it is, and and you you rush into politics headfirst or whatever it is, and then you just don't get anywhere for a while, okay? Maybe you think, uh, you know, you should be the CEO of a company and and you should have, you know, dozens of people, if not hundreds of people underneath you, and you, and you rush into this certain preferred profession, and then just for years, it's like languishing. You're saying, how is this supposed to work? Maybe you start your own business. It's not going anywhere. You know, you're pursuing studies and, and you, you just, it's, it's just not quite... You, you know, you're not quite getting where, where it's supposed to be. Maybe you've published a book or something, all right, and no one's buying it. Here's the thing. It's important that if you know God has put something on your heart, all right, to, as the Bible says, despise not the day of small beginnings. Because a lot of times things just don't happen big all at once, and the enemy wants to discourage you. God wants you to use this opportunity to grow in faith, but the enemy wants to discourage you so you never accomplish your destiny. The, this, the verse I, I quote actually comes from Zechariah 4, and it's talking about a man named Zerubbabel who's supposed to build a temple, okay? And it talks about how Zerubbabel has laid the first stone of the temple. But the temple obviously is a big thing. You got to build the whole thing up. It's going to take a while. But the angel of the Lord says to Zerubbabel, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hands. So even though we Zerubbabel can't see the ending just yet, even though the temple, the moment he lays the stone, is just one stone. The point is the Lord rejoices just to see the work begin. 
Okay. When Chris and I started the show, we didn't have 70,000 followers like we have now. I remember actually we started and uh, I called you up when we had our first thousand. And I said, Chris, you'll never believe this. We have a thousand followers now. Okay. Now we have 70,000. Uh, you know, I'm very successful in my job and I make a, a, a good deal of money, but I remember my first job out of law school uh, paid me very, very little actually. It's, um, you know, I made less than even the secretaries who were uh, working for the courts. Okay. Uh, you, you know, a lot of people who you see who are big stars in Hollywood or whatever, they didn't just show up to Hollywood and say, here I am, and and somebody you know gives them a starring role in a movie. A lot of these guys had to work their way up doing commercials, doing regular theater, things like that. A lot of these things don't just happen instantaneously. If you look at the story of David in the Bible, we remember him as the king of Israel. We remember he slayed Goliath. But you forget, he, when we first see David, he's just a shepherd boy in the field. He's the lowest in his family. Okay. Remember Joseph, who, you know, became basically prime minister of Egypt. And when we saw him in in the early part of his life, he's being sold into slavery, where where he spends many years in a prison. But the point is, the people who are successful, all right, aren't the ones who have success fall into their laps immediately. They're the ones who persevere. And that's true even in the secular world, that the, the commonality among successful people isn't talent, really. It's perseverance. Okay, it's it's not giving up. So here's the thing. Despise not the day of small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. But don't forget this. You also have to carry it through to completion because anyone can begin the project. Right. Anyone can begin the diet. Anyone can begin the exercise routine. Anyone can begin their studies and go to the first day of class. Anyone can begin a business. Those are not the hard things. Those are things you should celebrate and you should persevere, but you have to persevere through the end to see it actually happen, okay? It's the perseverance. It's the finishing that matters. So the point is simply this. Don't necessarily judge something by how it starts, okay? If God has put something on your heart, make sure you're searching your heart to make sure it is God, first of all. And if he's put something on your heart, ask him to give you the perseverance. In fact, it's interesting. I didn't even realize this. I'm preaching to myself now because yesterday... I'd forgotten about this. I have a, a political blog that I run, and sometimes I don't know what to do with it. And yesterday I was I was actually driving in the car with Kristen. I said, Kristen, we got to pray about this because I know this was on my heart at one point. I don't know what I'm supposed to supposed to do with it now. And we just had to we had to really go to God with it. And so my point is not to necessarily pursue every single project that comes to mind, okay? But if God's put it on your heart and you're certain about it because He's given you that peace that passes understanding, then yes. Pursue it to completion and despise not the day of small beginnings because that's the enemy's deception. He wants you to think this isn't working out. Just give it up. And I think the worst thing that happens the, the by far and away in Christianity, well, one of the worst things that happens is people start something and right before they're about to hit big, right before they're about to strike gold, okay, they give up. And, uh, you know, I'm reminded of the story of Harry Truman, who became president of the United States, but he had failed at everything he had done ahead of time. And in fact, I don't know if I told you this story. He actually had owned a, a, a field and he would, he dug for oil on it and couldn't find oil. And, and he sold it for like nothing. And then the, the company that bought it dug like 15 feet deeper and found the oil. And I just feel like that happens so often in us that, that, you know, we've started a project and we're, we're going there and we just, we don't see the progress. God sees the progress. We don't. And we just give up and we're just, just inches away from success at just the last moment. Don't let that be you. Okay. Despise not the day of small beginnings, but see it through to completion. 
That's my message for you today. What a great message. What a great practical application for daily life. And uh, what you were saying about the oil, man, that's a story that's so common. There's that other story about Acre of Diamonds where mm-hmm. the person, di- you know, they stop digging. And right before they stop, there's an acre of diamonds that they hit. So that's uh, the same theme. But it's so true that do not despise the small beginnings. That was a a big theme in my life for a long time. You know, if you're a results-oriented person, which we both are and I know a lot of our listeners are, and every person is, but there's some people that are driven more by seeing results. It's very difficult sometimes to get in the mindset of not despising the small beginnings and not saying, what's happening here? Is there any progress? Mm-hmm. But completing it and going forward. And um, I remember when I – my first documentary that I ever made in high school, I remember going and interviewing this woman who was just amazing spiritual giant in the faith. And I said, look, look I, I, you know, I, I so admire you. And I do want to apologize because my camera equipment is not what it should be. And this is not sh- what it should be. And I just kept going on and on. And she said, Kristen, Kristen, you know what the Bible says, right? Do not despise the small beginnings. This this ministry, and she spoke over my life in so many things, in, in, in arts and in, in creating things. And um, I think it is so important to remember that because you're right. The enemy wants us to stop, Mm -hmm. especially if God has put a dream on your heart. The enemy sees the danger in the dream, and he wants to abort the dream before it's even even in fully materialized. So it's so important to see it through and pray every single day so that God can show you what you're supposed to do to not despise the small beginnings and see it forward to completion. Absolutely. Great job, baby. All right. Can you lead us in prayer? Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have everything in the palm of your hand, that you care for us. You care so, so much for us, and you care for every single detail of our lives, Lord. Lord, we, we apologize to you for any time we despise the small beginnings or we, or we seem to despise what you put in front of us or even, you know, any opportunity to serve, to serve other people or where it doesn't seem like it's in our realm of what we want to be doing, God, where we feel like David, we feel like we're out with the sheep or, or Joseph uh, and maybe not to the extent of in slavery, but we feel like we're just not where we should be and we don't know how we're going to get from here to the place you put us, put on our hearts. God, help us to trust you. Help us to hear your voice and help us to remember that we serve an audience of one and that our true significance in life does not come from the amount of likes we get on Facebook. It does not come from the amount of audience members we have, mm. from the amount of dollar bills we make, from the amount of whatever the world system is. But we truly remember that Witnessing and saving souls for you, God. And even in the amount of souls that we save. But if we just do what you have called us to do, God, because you're the one who saves the souls anyway, you work through us. So, God, help us to remember that our meter that we judge everything by is just if we do every single day what you've called us to do and do our very best and follow you and 
cling closely to you, God, to the hem of your garment, that that is true success. The world defines success as so many different things, and different groups define success. People in the arts define success as one thing. People in business define success as another thing. People in politics define success as something else. Homemakers define success as something else. But God, there's one true definition of success, and that is following after you and doing what you've asked us to do every single day. So God, help us not to put our ministry or our career or anything before who you've created us to be in our relationship with you. Because when we flow in with you, God, everything else falls into place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's get right to the prayers here. Start with some people who have some health requests. Tabita says, please pray for my, uh, please pray for Martin. He's suffering from brain cancer and my sister and brother, uh, for my father and for financial issues. Yvette says, God bless you. Uh, Please pray for my sister in Denmark who's suffering from colon cancer, has an infection in her lungs and blood clots. Also, please pray for financial help for me to get my own home. Beal asks that we pray for healing. Since these people are praying, have financial prayers anyway, let me just do the financial ones also. Yeah, sure. Biss from Fiji says, can you pray for my life, my needs for the finishing of my house because it's part of me and my dad's plan to build our own house because we haven't gotten any. All right. Well, despise not the day of small beginnings. Uh, Abner says, my parents are old. There's no one to help support us. Please help. I need some money. Uh, my wife and mother and father are very sick. Samus says, pray for my job, my family, my financial problems. Please pray for me. I need your prayers, please, from Pakistan. Shine says, please pray for me. I need financial breakthrough. Isabelita says, uh, Good afternoon. Please pray for me so that I will get a good job soon because I'm far from all my family. Pray for my family also in India and Timorensi, wherever that is. Kashan says, please pray for me. I'm looking for a job. And Naomi says, please pray for me. Looking for a job and trying to build my own house. God bless you. Father God, let's start with uh, the the illness-related ones. We pray, we lift up Tabitha and and Martin Bell, Yvette, Yvette's sister. God, nothing is too hard for you. When we read a prayer request like from Yvette, who says her sister is suffering from colon cancer, infections in the lungs, blood clots all over, and just seems like this is hopeless. God, there's always hope with you. And, and you know, something like this, which seems impossible to us, to you is no different than hitting the delete button. And so, God, we thank you that you... You are the author and finisher of our salvation, but you're also also the author and finisher of our lives. And it's not, you know, our lives aren't over when the doctors say it's over. Our lives are over when you say it's over, God. Your word says that that you are our doctor, that by Christ's stripes we are healed. God, we thank you so much for these people. We thank you for their healing. We speak against that that cancer. In Yvette's sister, we speak against the cancer from Martin. We pray for all of these various people. We pray for Bell's healing. We speak against the infection in uh, Yvette's sister's lungs. We speak against and order the blood in her body to just not clot and to flow normally. We order the cancers out. We order the infections out. We order these people healed in Jesus' name. And for everyone else, for Bis, for Abir, for Sema, for Shine, Isabelita, Kashan, and Naomi, God, we pray for their financial increase, for their financial miracles, which are no less serious and yet no more difficult for you, Father God. We love you very much. We thank you, God, that 
that you are a God of abundance. You're the God, our provider. God, we pray you open up the windows of heaven and pour a blessing upon these people that they will not have room enough to contain. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't you do the family ones with the relationship okay. ones? Well, Lord, for Senior Pastor Preveys, who says, please pray for me and my family members facing some problems in these days. Jess says, please keep me and my kids in your prayers. Carol says, pray for me and my family. Jonathan says, pray for me that God will give me the desires of my heart, a very beautiful wife. Mm. Um, and uh, Haley says, pray for my new relationship as my boyfriend is going through a hard time in his life right now. By the way, the prayers for a beautiful wife, they actually work. So. Oh, thank you. And if you ask for a, a handsome husband, that works too. Oh, good. Um, Glad to hear that. <laughs> thank you, Lord, for these people and their family, Lord. And the relationships, God, you called us to relationship, relationship with you and with other people, God. And you've called us to a life of unity, not strife. So I pray for senior pastor purveys Jess and Carol and their families, Lord, just bring their families into unity, help all the issues going on, any financial issues and healing and just anything, Lord, uh, forgiveness that needs to happen. Just just create a bond in these families like none other. For Jonathan, we do pray that you would give him a beautiful wife, a wife who is beautiful, not only on the outside, for um, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And mm-hmm. so we pray that she's, hey, beautiful on the outside, that's great, but also more importantly, that she's beautiful on the inside. So we pray that for Jonathan, that he receives that beautiful wife in Jesus' name. And for Haley, we pray for her boyfriend. Um, we pray that you would just help him, whatever he's going through, that you'd be close to him. You're close to the brokenhearted, Lord, and that you would just show yourself to him in a new way and bring them closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. By the way, your beauty is not fleeting. You get more and more beautiful every day, Aww. just so you know. This man is so amazing. Mm, I'm a pretty smooth operator. He's the best. Yeah. He is the best. All right. Let's finish up here. Um Kal Sum Javed says, please pray for my ministry's please pray for my ministry work and my family. Mumtsaz says, pray for persecuted Christians in Pakistan. May God help us and provide uh, poor people's food and school. Sarika says, I need God's favor and blessings. And Teme says, pray for Ethiopia. Many are getting killed and blood is flooding. Well, that's quite descriptive. Mm-hmm. God, first of all, we thank you for all these people. We pray for their protection. We pray for uh, Kausam Majev's ministry, work, and family. We pray that all of these things prosper. We, we pray you protect all of them. Mum, for Mumtaz, we pray for these persecuted Christians in Pakistan and for Temi also in Ethiopia. God, we pray for peace in those areas. We pray for peace all over the world. May God help. God, we pray you help him. Help Mumtaz provide for poor people's food and school. I mean, outside of asking to be closer to you, that's probably the most honorable prayer, God. So please help Mumtaz provide. In fact, as long as I'm on it, God, please help Jordan and Kristen um, provide for poor people's food and school and all those things also in Jesus' name. And for Sarika, God, we pray that you just flood Sarika with your favor and your blessings to the point of overflowing so that Sarika can actually be a blessing to other people. In fact, that's my prayer for all these people tonight, Father God, that these people just be so blessed and so overwhelmed with your love that they're that they're able to be blessings to other people and they'll bring many people to Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Amen. You know, on, uh, just to bring this kind of full circle, because we're talking about um, despise not the day of small beginnings. I remember the first time somebody sent us a prayer request, and it was a girl who was battling a drug addiction. I thought, oh, good, because I didn't want to have a prayer ministry. And nobody sends us prayer requests. I thought <laughs> yeah. that would be embarrassing. And and finally, someone sent us one. I was so glad. And now we get like, you know, sometimes we've done as many 30, 40 yeah. a night sometimes. So. It's so cool. And our first praise report, that was that was awesome. Yep. Yeah, I remember the first time we got someone saved, too. That yes, was something. Absolutely. All right. Well, want to get some more people saved, Liz. All right. Well, if you would like to accept Jesus into your heart, and if you haven't, I mean, you should. So this is the perfect opportunity. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you. Definitely send us a message or feel free to comment on this video. Great job, baby. Thanks. You as too. Always. As always. All right, guys. Listen, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week, Monday, 730 Eastern Time. In the meantime, as always, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.